Welcome to the MJV Ministries podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a moment to subscribe so you can stay updated with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. Go ahead and tag somebody, uh, because this, this, um, this, I, I want to call it like, Series? Series? Is that a good word for it? Yeah, I think so. This series of characteristics of God, character traits of God, um, it's important to know, amen? It's important to know, and it's important to know your God. The Bible says in the book of Daniel, those who know their God shall do exploits. You shall do great things, but you need to know who your God is. You need to know what he's done. You need to know who he is and, and what he enjoys to do and, and how he wants to show himself off through us, amen, through you. He, God wants to show himself off through you, but you need to know him first, amen. If you know somebody, you, you then know who they are. You then know their character, that, you know, their word is, is bond, amen, that they're not going to just say something and just take it back, you know. If you know somebody so well, you can guarantee that they're going to go to bat for you, amen, and that's what this is about. And in doing this, in doing this, what happens? You grow your faith. Right. And we know faith is the only thing that pleases God. He doesn't care. I mean, I shouldn't say he doesn't care, but it's he's not, not moved. He's not moved by your problems. That's he's right. not moved on the need. He's moved by your faith. And if you could get to know him and then activate your faith by knowing him, guess what? You're going to be walking in faith. You're going to be right. walking in the powers of God. Amen. And listen, in 2023, we need to walk in the powers of God. Can I get a witness out there? Is there somebody to say amen? A to the men. A to the men. A to the men because it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean it's it's real, you know. But as a believer, if you know your God, right, you're gonna have nothing to fear. It doesn't matter right. what's war, rumors of war. It doesn't matter who's in office. It doesn't matter what the economy wants to do. It doesn't matter what uh, tragedies. It it does nothing else matters. And if you know your God, you get, what else happens? You get rooted and grounded in His Word. That's right. You get rooted and grounded, and it's, it's hard to talk you out of God's plan. If you know somebody, you know what their plans are for you. And so you can't get tossed a curve. You can't get lied to. You can't get, you know, overtaken. No, I know. I know my God. And so uh, get jumping into this. Um, it's important. I'm going to go over. I encourage you to go back to the last broadcast um, because we have so many of these. I'm not going to be able to go through them each and every time, but... For, for everyone that's just joining, um, the first one was eternal. Number two was majestic. Number three was omnipresence. Number four was unchanging. Number five was holy. And tonight, we're starting off with compassionate. Mm. A great characteristic of our God is that he is compassionate. Amen. That is so, you know, that is so important to know that we have a, a compassionate God because he cares about you. Yeah. Amen. Uh, let's see. Uh, Psalms 145, Psalms 145, uh, verses 8 and 9. It says, The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Wow. The Lord is good to all. And his mercy is over all that he has made. Abounding in steadfast love. Amen. Abounding in steadfast love. Amen. Come on. I mean, that should stir you up about a, a little, you know, that you don't have to do anything for God to love you. You are created in his image. And, and man, that's just, that's just so powerful. That there's nothing that we, that you could ever have done, yeah, to for God to say no, I don't love you. That's not in His character. Mm -hmm. That's not in His DNA. That's not who He is. And I and I think about it. You know, when I wasn't serving God, I, I was serving the world, right? And I, and you know, I didn't do great things. I wasn't a nice person, but yet after all what I did, God still loved me. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's the first revelation. A believer has about God's love mm -hmm. 
You know, that's is his love draws people near. Yeah. You know, because it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect love. Amen. Amen. Um, what were you going to say? No, I was going to go to go Psalm 86, verse 15. It says, but you, O Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. And Psalm 103, 13 says, as a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. Can I have the praying with purpose book? Oh, okay. There was a, a scripture in there. I should have had it queued up before, but um, I was I was going over this last night with someone, and I was reading, and one of them stood out to me on this characteristic. It says in Matthew fourteen fourteen, it says, and Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude. And he was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed their sick. Yeah. So see, he was moved with the com- with compassion because why? That's a character. That's a characteristic of God is is compassionate. He's compassionate towards his children. He's compassionate that he wants all to be saved. That's he right. doesn't want anyone to perish. You know, hell wasn't created for people, it, and and he wants for no one to go there. And so to see the compassion that he has is something that we should have that's good when we want to be more like him it's something that a character trait we should all have is compassion and to the point of you see people the way jesus sees them that's right you don't just see people how you see them or how they look in the natural but you have compassion on people for the purpose that god has for them you see them as who god's called them to be and i think that's something that is it's it comes easy for some and others it really needs to be caught by the holy spirit and the anointing if you're not a people person then you really have to ask the lord lord break my heart for people lord let me see people let me have compassion for people because at one point like myself for instance i didn't I didn't have a compassion yeah. for people. Wow. Like I just kind of like I didn't. Care. I can't imagine. I know that. it's. I know it's. No, no, it's the Lord because um, I just kind of like didn't like your problems are your problems and not my problems type of person. Whereas like you know these were just strangers like people I don't know and and you know I, I felt bad for people but I never had that compassion of like I want to help you. I want to get you from where you are to where God has called you to be. Yeah. I want to see your life change. I want to invest in you. That was something that like, I never, I never wanted to do when I was, um, even in like my late teenage years, uh, young 20 and early twenties, because it was something like, you know, even as I was promoted to like leader of my youth group and stuff is like, okay, but you know, they're going to do what they want to do. So I don't really care. Like I didn't have that compassion of like, mm. no, don't, don't live like this. Don't yeah, yeah. sin. Don't, you know, don't, yeah, yeah. don't talk to that person. Like I never <laughs> took on, uh, and not that I, I, I take on people's problems, but I never took it to heart of like, wow, I really care for this person. Wow. And then the Lord, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, break my heart because it's easy when you don't have compassion for people to not be a soul winner. I was just going to get into that. Yeah. It's easy to just walk past people and their problems and just say, Oh, that's your problem. I think compassion is, I know it's key because I, I experienced that God compassion when we were in Cuba. Yeah. I experienced when, you know, you go to a different country and you quickly get humbled by everything you have in the United States, everything that you have right now in front of you in your house, you know, just think about going, living in a different country and not having any of that, not knowing when your power is going to be turned off, not having food in your, in your refrigerator, not having, not having a refrigerator, not having a refrigerator, not having running water. Yeah. You know, so you, you not having like Tylenol, you know, not having uh, the ability, you know, to go into like a CVS and buy a cold bottle of water. You know, not having that. And I feel like that's, you know, you, you want to walk in miracles, signs and wonders. You needed to develop the God type of compassion because it's that God compassion that will take you because everything God does, he does it out of love. Yeah. He does it out of love. Everything God does he does it out of love. He does it because he wants to he wants to help us. Yep. He wants he he sent us Jesus because he loved us. Right. 
the Holy Spirit came because he, we needed a helpmate. We needed his power. Glory to God. Yeah. And so you see all through the Bible, all through your life, you could, you could look right now and do like a, I want to say like, you know, a history check, right? Go back. An evaluation. An evaluation. Yes. Evaluation. Go and evaluate. The last time you saw God do something in your life, it was done through compassion. Yeah. It was done through compassion. Yeah. And compassion, and I'm, I'm just telling you, compassion is one of those things that you develop over time. You have to develop compassion because, you know, you got to realize that it, the Bible says if you've made enemies with God, with well, if you made friends with this world, you made enemies with God yeah. because the world compassion is not like the father's compassion the world's singed their compassion right yeah. the world looks at things and says, oh, no big deal yeah but you know one of the things the world's okay with and i'll give you an example is sin the world's okay with it yeah god hates sin yeah it de he detests it yeah and he's compassionate to forgive yeah you know what i'm saying so it's just one of those things. And, and to win souls, like we went out Saturday. Oh, you got to share that testimony in, te in Texas. In Texas. Oh. What oh. Pastor Brooke messaged you. That's side note, side note, <laughs> sidebar. But just going forward with compassion, you know, you, you don't lead somebody to the Lord if you don't have compassion. Because if you don't, you know, I care so much about somebody. If I don't tell, I feel I'm compassionate because the answer is Jesus. And by soul winning, you provide them with the ultimate answer. You provide them with eternal life. You provide them with their identity. You to provide them with the compassion of God. That's what a soul winner is about. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I, we could continue talking about compassion, but compassion is one of the God's ultimate character traits because he did something he didn't need to do. And that was what? Send his son to die for us. Mm -hmm. Amen. Compassion. And, and I think, too, because um, oh, I was reminded of the, the lady at, when we went out soul winning yeah, on yeah, Saturday. Yeah. And um, we had met a lady in, in a parking lot, and she was just out running her Saturday errands. And an, an older lady looked, I mean, from the outside, she looked well dressed she looked like a christian grandma that prays for people you know what i mean so yeah. that's like the judgment of the outside character yeah. that you know it's like oh you know i don't need to talk to her she looks like she's got it together and then we just went up and invited her to church and then started um leading her to the lord and asking her you know is any and she said oh yes i know god loves me yes yeah, yeah, yeah. and we said well if this were your last day on earth do you know if you would go to heaven do you know for sure if heaven is your home and she said no i don't i don't know that and we prayed with her right there and, and she accepted uh, Jesus into her heart. And then she just started like crying, like she just teared up, like she just broke down crying, like, you know, things just got really hard and I've just been really depressed out of nowhere. And I started drinking and that's, I've never done that like that. Yeah. And it just, that was the annoying, because as soon as that happened. I felt the anointing. Yeah. And and all of a sudden she started opening up. Yeah. Like we could have sat down with her and ministered to her for at least an hour. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and it was one of those things where it's like, you know, people, you have to be moved by compassion. Yeah. Or else That's you so won't good. care about people. That's so good. You have to be moved by like that should move you. That that, you know, she even shared that where it was like, man, there are hurting people. Like yeah. I know we it almost sounds redundant that we say it so much, but like if you get it in your spirit that, you know, people are hurting, people need hope. People don't have hope. You know, we go to church and we tell, you know, oh, you look so nice today. Oh, I love the way you did your hair. Oh, I saw you did this last week. Congratulations. Like just building each other up. But people don't have that. You know, they go to a job where their boss can't stand them. Their coworkers can't stand them. They go home to a family that, you know, is just falling apart yeah and then like their friends don't you know their friends are only are motivated by yeah. what's going to benefit me you know like they only you know what i mean it's and true. so it's like people don't have it's true that that hope of yeah. of this is what this is what i this is what i was missing it's true it's true i wrote this down what you hate in life is a clue what you are here to fix and you fix it through compassion. That's good. What you hate is a clue 
what you are here to fix on earth. I, I, hate, I hate when people don't know who they are in Christ. I hate sin. Mm-hmm. You know, all these things that it's biblical, that's, that's a clue I knew I was called to preach. You know, I hate seeing people sick. I hate seeing, I hate, I seeing, hate seeing people I hate, sick. I hate talking on the phone with somebody and they're just saying, yeah, you know, allergies has got me down and I'm fighting it right now and I'm sick and I'm not, who told you that? I hate seeing people broke. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> it's not a plan uh, that God has for you to, yeah. to lose your, your house or your car yeah. or your marriage. And you know, this is not like a topic that people talk about, but listen, it's our show. And, uh, if you like it, stay comment, let us, let us know what you think. If you don't like it, you, Hey, f- keep scrolling. It's, it's going to be okay. Um, number eight, number eight, we're talking about the characteristics of God and the uh, eighth characteristics. I think I skipped one. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> this is like huge. This is like a pillar. <laughs> this is like, you know, I would say top five, top five, um, our God is righteous. Righteousness is a characteristic of God. Righteousness. You could put that in the comments. Righteousness is a characteristics of God. The Bible called us to be righteous. Yeah. It's, you know, he's called us to be righteous. Mm-hmm. I think it's in the book of Romans where the Bible says all things work together for those who are good, those who are called and... I know what you're talking about. But I think one translation talks about being right standing standing with God. God. Because righteousness means you're walking in holiness. You're walking in right standing. And if God's called us to do it, he's he's not going to make it impossible to succeed. You don't need, you know what I'm saying? It's not like you have to, it's a video game where you have to get to level 75 to hit righteousness. No, you could start today. You could start being righteous. What does righteous mean? Being right standings, living holy. The Bible says in the book of Timothy that, that uh, be holy for I am holy. God says be holy for I am holy. You know, when, when Jesus went to go heal the lame man, he says your sins have been forgiven. Now sin no more. Now sin no more. So here you see two examples in the Bible where, where it is, it's, it's challenging you. Now sin no more. Be holy for God is holy. You don't need to make a practice out of sin. You don't need to make a, 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 a fight. Oh, I'm trying to be holy. I'm trying to live my life. No, that's why we have the Holy Spirit. That's a big reason why we need the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost shows us how to not to live in sin. The Holy Ghost shows us how to live righteously. Glory to God. It's possible to live a holy and righteous life. Seek the kingdom of God first above all else and live righteously. So you're seeking the kingdom, you're living righteous, and then what happens? All these things shall be added to you. That's what I, that was the scripture I needed to hear. All these things shall be added to you. So righteousness and God's blessing is tied together to receive all these things added to you. Things that you've been desiring from God. You know, sometimes people get caught up and say, like, why haven't I lived, you know, seen my breakthrough? Are you living in right standings before God? Are you, go ahead. In Romans 3, verses 23, it says, For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God in His grace freely makes us right in His sight. He did this through uh, Christ Jesus when He freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood, yeah. his sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. Amen. So it's huge. You've been made right. You've been, You've been made right. You've been made in right standing. I mean, you give your heart to the Lord. Guess what? You have now been made right before God. You have access. Righteousness gives you access to the throne room. Yeah. I come boldly before God because I am, I, A, he's my Lord and Savior. B, I've been made right. There's nothing that the enemy could do, say, or whatever, say to stop me from entering God's gates. Yeah. 
the enemy can't say, well, Lord, don't you know what he did yesterday? No, he's been made righteous in my sight. Glory to God. Amen. You should be able to say that. I am righteous. It sounds good saying it. I you got to say it like I'm saying it. Yeah, I am righteous. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm righteous. I am in right standings with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I can go up to him 24-7. There's nothing that could prevent me from entering his gates. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm being added on. I'm being added on. Things are working on my behalf. God's adding things on to me today because I'm in right standings. I'm seeking him. I'm seeking the kingdom of God. Before I do anything else, I'm living righteous. And because of that, all things are working on my behalf. Because of that, God is adding my heart's desires into my life. He's downloading them. He's making it happen for me. Yeah, and I think this goes hand in hand with holy. When we talked about point five is God is holy. I think this goes hand in hand. He's holy and righteous. Yeah. He's holy and righteous. And we are to, called to live holy yeah. and righteous. Amen. Psalms, um, Psalms 145 verse 17. The Lord is righteous. That's who he is. Yeah. That's his character. Mm -hmm. He is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. Glory to God. Psalms 37, 28. For the Lord loves justice and he will not forsake his saints. Amen. Amen. Righteousness. You know, and, and if, you're, if you're watching right now, you say, well, you know, uh, Evangelist Mike, I messed up, man. I messed up. That's okay. That's okay. You can go to God tonight you can go to god today you can go to god right now you don't need me to pray with you you could just you can go to him and say lord i'm sorry true repentance means i'm never going to do it again that's right and then once you are forgiven then you ask for god's power you ask the holy ghost holy ghost i give you access to my life to my heart to my mind to my thoughts i give you access i give you access Give me the power to break and destroy sin off my life. Mm. Go ahead. This is good. First uh, John three, starting in verse seven, it says, dear children, don't let anyone deceive you about this. When people do what is right, it shows that they are righteous, even as Christ is righteous. But when people keep on sinning, it shows that they belong to the devil who has been sinning since the beginning. Wow. But the son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. What's the works of the devil? Sin. Mm -hmm. Sin. Anything I, unpleasing oh. to God is what, the, is what Jesus came on this earth to destroy the works of. Verse 9 says, those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning yeah. because God's life is in them. So they can't keep on sinning because they are children of God. That's evidence that you're a child of God, that you're not making a practice of sin. Yeah. Is that one John? Yeah, I think that defeats the whole grace message in, in one <laughs> verse <laughs> entirely. <laughs> Amen. So that's why we tell believe, like new people that come that's comes to the Lord, read 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 the Bible from the New Testament to the Old Testament. Start, start in the start, New start, Testament. Start, start in the New Testament. Start in the book of John. Yeah, start in the book of John. And go through it. And then and then you'll know because the whole and and when I say the grace mess, I don't want to get a call from someone on watching on later TV, on yeah. on TV. But I want I want you to know that there is a a hyper grace message that you can sin and still be a child of God and purposely sin, continue sinning, yeah. living in sin. And God doesn't care because his mercies are new every morning. So it's okay if you go out and, you know, you have a couple drinks or you live with your your boyfriend or girlfriend or nope. you, you know, do do whatever you feel to do because that's okay. Um, you know, we're all God knows we're not perfect and we all make mistakes. But no, there is there comes a time when you have to say, I'm born into the family of God. Yeah, I don't make a practice out of sin. Yep. I don't, you know, you have to have a separation because otherwise you're no different than the world. That's right. Because you just, just because you believe you have to, you have to also back it with the life. And that's why, you know, there is grace for, for when you do mess up, you know, yeah. and I, and I use, and that's the, that is, you know, he, he does have grace. It's not like, oh, well you messed up. You're out of the will of God. 
you're out of the family of God. You're going to spend eternity in hell. No, you can quickly repent and come back and say, you know what? I messed up. I'm so sorry. It won't happen again and turn from it and continue going. That's the grace that, that God, it's an empowerment to live free from sin. That's God's grace on your life. That's, you know, what, what the Lord, what Jesus came is he came to break the bondage of sin off of people. Come on. So you don't have to, you don't have to do, um, the things you used to do. That's right. That are displeasing to God. That's so good. Amen. So good. The, the number eight, he, and the eighth, not in any specific order. Right. Not that these are, not that these are like (laughs) one to (laughs) this one's the best one. This one's number eight. No, um, number eight, he is our provider. Amen. Those who know their God shall do exploits. That means you could know your God as a provider and you shall see provision come into your life. Amen. Because God is a provider. Amen. He is. You could, he's my provider. And I think that's important to like, you know, to understand that and get that into your spirit and confess that God is my provider. In the year 2023, God is my provider. In the year 2024, God is my provider. I'm not looking for to the government. I'm not looking to the UN. I'm not looking for anybody else. I'm look, keeping my eyes focused on God because he is my provider. You could put that in the comments. You could say that to your neighbor. Call somebody. Do you know my provider? Do you know the name of my, who's your provider for healthcare? Yes, his name is God. Who's your provider for your health, for your car insurance? God, who's, who's providing all this? God, it just sounds good to know that God's providing for me, that you're going to make it, that you're not going to fail, that, that you're not losing hope, that you're, that you're making it right this very moment. You are making it. God is providing. God is moving. God is calling things to come into your life. God is every single thing that you, there's a need. Guess what? That means the provider has to be doing something. Amen. Amen. And he doesn't take days off. Amen. Glory to God. Nor does he sleep or slumber. That's right. That's right. In Philippians 4.19, it says, And my God shall supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Psalm 23.1, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Amen. Matthew 6.26, Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Mm. Are you not of more value than the birds of the air? Come on. And the question and the answer to that question is you are. Yes, that's right. You if are. Anyone was curious. You are. Yeah. You know, we, we watch these animals outside, you know, and I, I just think I how, was going to go there. I, go you, ahead, go ahead, take it. You know what? Take you, it, take it, take it. Because no, it's true, though. You it's know, true. we have um, ducks in our backyard. Yo, if you don't follow me on Instagram, you're missing all the ducks. <laughs> you're missing. Okay. First of all, be sure right now to go follow and subscribe (laughs) to our YouTube channel, um, our personal Instagrams, and you'll see pictures of us drinking coffee and looking at ducks. So we have these ducks and I have, you know, I, we used to have, when we lived in Illinois, we had chickens and now we moved to Florida and we have ducks and it's great because they're like a pet that I was, I was telling uh, Mike, because I started buying like oats and stuff for them, and it became like a thing where Amazon came. We What's this to, heavy box? Hey, huh? we, oh, nothing. We have to open go. it up. I'll tell the story. Fifteen okay. pounds no, of duck feed. Just stay over there. And so, well, it, it turned into hey, we have to go to Costco because why? We're out of oats. Yeah. And they're gonna be showing up tomorrow at nine a.m. And so anyway, so then I just started ordering ordering uh, duck food. And there's a special blend that's for the flock. Not only duck food, but the certain containers. I ordered, yeah, you know, practical. And so I started feeding these ducks. And now they show up at my house at 7 a.m., 12 p.m. for lunch, uh, 3 p.m. snack. We should have a broadcast outside. And a 6 p.m. dinner. And it's so funny because they all multiply. There's probably 10 ducks now. 10 ducks. That are, We've got birds. That show up on a consistent, like, like they go and to their. And then the white, like, hot, what's the white, like. No, look? I'm not even going to get into all the other birds that join them. But, but they're, they're on the strict schedule. So anyway, I was just, yeah. I was telling Mike, I was like, hey, it's not like, you know, you got to take them to the vet. 
It's not like a pet, you know. It's just think about how convenient Ducks. this is. It's like when we're home, we have these pets. and, and Most people have like uh, maybe a goldfish, you know. Yeah, but we're on the road too much for us to have like a, a goldfish. So um, so then I was telling Mike, I was like, look at this. It's actually scriptural because these ducks ain't nervous at all. No. About where their next meal is coming from. That's right. About where they're they're getting there because it, why they show up. It right helps here. you put things in perspective. <laughs> it does, and I'm like, you know? If, you know, if the Lord is gonna you know use me to feed these these flipping ducks, then yeah. you know what? <laughs> like, but it, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's who like, who is he gonna call to take care of us? It's, you know, it's one thing that you should not have to think about because you have, you know, people think about if you're watching right now, you're probably thinking about. All these things, how we how are you going to pay for this, the bills that are coming up, yeah. all these things take Job. up your thought life yep. and it actually causes you to lose focus on God. Yep. Let's just be honest. Sometimes you think about the bills more than you think about God. You think about, you know, how how's who's how's that money going to come in? There's, you know, we got the mortgage, we got the car note, you got the electric bill, the Internet bill, the phone bill. Uh, the college loan bill, all these things are causing you to completely lose focus on the main important thing. And if you know that God's providing, right, if you're living righteous, if you know the character traits of God, the Bible says you'll be doing exploits. You'll be doing exploits. Your prayer life is changing. The way you operate in, in the world, the way you function is improving because you're understanding God's character traits, who he is, and how he is your provider. You can't take that away from him. You know, some people, they'll read the word and they'll see God as the healer. They'll see God as, as uh, my Lord and Savior. They'll see God as, as all that, but they will miss out on the provider. Yeah. Well, you know, I can't rely on him to heal me. Or I can't rely on him to, you know, take care of my bills or, or do these things. It's like they have to choose, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to choose. And and yeah. you know what? You know, I'm going to get, I know I'm going to get comments. I know I'm going to get emails and phone calls. And, oh, well, brother, where is that in the Bible? Well, we just said it. Yeah. It's in the book of Matthew. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. Live righteously and he will add things onto you. He will add income into you. He will add provision. He will add a new source of revenue. You know, the Bible says that in the book of Deuteronomy that he's given us the power to create wealth. What is that? What is that? That's God's characteristic yeah. of providing yeah. more than enough. More than enough. Given it shall be given back to you. There's a, there's, there's, it, it's, it's in the, it's in God's law. Right? Yeah. You know what I love? The story about the boy with the, the bread and fish. The, yeah. Oh the, yeah. Go ahead. The say that. Two loaves, loaves yeah. and five fish. Or am I getting that backwards? No, no, you're Um, when he, when I, it was all said and done and yeah. all the multitudes were fed, there were 12 baskets left over. And something I never realized until we were at church one Sunday, yeah. um, or I never heard it said like this, yeah. is that those 12 baskets go to show the kind of God we serve because he's a more than enough God. That's right. There was more than enough left over. There was an overflow left That's over. Right. And if God was stingy, then why have something, you know, why, why create more than what's needed? That's, That's why right. God's That's not so just good. interested in what's needed. Yeah. He's interested in even above and beyond that. Yeah. You, you can't make sense of God's math. God's a multiplier. <laughs> You, and, and I think that's what happens sometimes. You get caught up. People get caught up in, in their cardinal minds, and they totally miss it. And I'm not here to argue with somebody because I, guess what? I have the mic. It's my show, right? I'm just telling you what the Bible says. I'm trying to help you. I'm telling you what the Bible says. God wants to bless you. Yeah. God wants to increase you. God wants you to lean not on your own understanding, but lean on his understanding. His ways are pleasing, perfect, and excellence. Glory to God. Amen. Pleasing, perfect, and excellent. That's who he is. Get that, get that in your spirit. And you know what? You don't have to settle. That's you right. don't have to settle. 
You don't need to compromise to God. You could just believe God for that item, that thing, that whatever you, whatever it is, you, you could believe God for it. And you don't need to say, well, you know what? This must be God. This is as close as I'm going to get to what I really want. So I'll just take it. No, you don't need to settle. He will give you exactly what you want. Sometimes, you know, it's like, is it a good thing or is it a God thing? Yeah. Is it a good thing or is it a good? A God thing is, is that anything that you wanted is into your hand. Mm -hmm. That exact thing. You don't need to compromise. Amen? Amen. He's our provider. You could say it. You could say it, right? Psalms 23, 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen? Amen. Amen. Number nine, uh, we see that God is sovereign. Mm -hmm. God is sovereign. Amen. Psalms 115, verse 3. You got it? And, uh, yeah, Psalm 115. It says, our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. Job 42, 2 says, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be. Let me read this actually in the, in the NLT because we were talking about Job on the part one. Yeah. And if you were with us on part one or if you didn't, you make sure you go back and watch it because it was good. Um when we were talking about your confession and everything. So if this is uh, blessing you, I, I want you to share this broadcast with somebody. You know, if, if you feel encouraged by God's character trait, if you feel, you know, like that heaviness lifting, I, I want you to share this because most people don't know God's character traits. They just know, oh, he's God. But he's more than just God. He's more than just God. He's our provider. He's our healer. He's everything we could believe him for. He's, he's holy. He's compassionate. He's righteous. Come on. We know who our God is. He is eternal. He's majestic. He's omnipresent. He's unchanging. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Take it away. Um, Job, we're going to go a verse up in, ver in chapter 40. says, Then the Lord said to Job, do you still want to argue with the Almighty? Are you God's critic? But do, uh, you are God's critic, but do you have the answers? Then Job replied to the Lord, I am nothing. <laughs> How could I ever find the answers? I will cover my mouth with my hand. Mm. I have said too much already. I have nothing more to say. And that's what we were referencing on part yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, Job, we were talking about how Job had said, oh, well, God gives and takes away, but then gets openly rebuked yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, and changes the tune to, I am nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't have. He's I'm, like, my bad, Lord. <laughs> I'm going to just. But then no, nobody sees head. that, that ev everything that was taken from him by the enemy. Right. First of all, he, Job was chosen by God. Right. The enemy, the enemy said, who could I test, Lord? Who could I test? Have you sought my chosen child, my, my, my precious child, Job? So people, A, they don't, they don't understand that. And, and B, they don't realize that Job got openly rebuked by God. And C, they don't realize that at the end of it, at the end of it, what, right, what happened to Job? He got restored back to him. Double. Double. Double for your trouble. Amen. Double for your trouble. And then in Ephesians 1, verse 11, it says, Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God, for he chose us in advance, and he makes everything work out according to his plan. Which is what? Good, pleasing, and perfect. Yep. Romans chapter 12. Good, pleasing, and perfect. Amen. Good, pleasing, and perfect. Amen. God's character traits. He's sovereign. All things work together. For my good. For my good. It's working together right now. You could say that out loud. It sounds good. All things are working together. That's right. All things are working together. It doesn't matter. The life I lived, it's working together. I, I'm on the right path now. I'm chosen. I'm loved. I, I am the head and not the tail. Glory to God. All things are working together. I serve a sovereign God. I serve a provider. I serve a, a God that's omnipresent. He's everywhere I need him to be. He's yeah. never late. He's, he's always on time at the yeah. right time. He's holy. That's good. Hallelujah. 
That's good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Number 10. We're going to wrap it up with this one. I don't think they're ready for this one. Number 10. Take it away, huh? Number 10 is drum roll. he is. Do we have is, a drum roll button? No. Can we get that? <laughs> he is gracious. Second <laughs> Corinthians 12, 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Ephesians 2, 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. John 1, 14 says, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Uh, we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. Full, full of grace My and grace truth. My grace is sufficient for you. Come on. Amen. His power is made perfect in our weakness. And, and you know, it's something where it's that grace to run. Yeah. It's that grace to do things that you yeah. never thought you would do. Yeah, yeah. It's the grace to become a soul winner when you're introverted. It's the it's grace, the to, grace to receive that boldness. Yeah. It's the grace to start a business when you didn't go to college. Any place you're lacking, Any there's place, grace yeah. to, to push forward. And and because why? It's, it's so that God gets all the glory. That's right. You know, we don't, I mean, it's like, I'm I'm blown away by the things that we do. Yeah. Because it, in the natural, we're not like I'm not an app developer. Yeah. But we, the Lord's grace, <laughs> we have an app. We have an app. You know what I mean? Like we're not, uh, we're like not we're authors. Off, and we're and authors. by God's grace, we've written. We're not web providers. Books. Yeah. It's like those things. Uh, we're not engineers. We're not public speakers. We're not public but speakers. But here we are, you know, so that, speaking you, to How'd people. you learn how to speak in public so good? You could just get the mic and you could just talk and it doesn't bother you. What class did you, uh, it's the anointing. <laughs> we made, we're made perfect through God's grace. Amen. That's we're that's, made perfect through God's grace. It's it's not by our works, not by, not by works. our education, not by our schooling, not by our natural mind, our cardinal works that we could do. It's by God's grace. It's by tapping into God. It's by humbling yourself and saying, Lord, I am nothing without you. I know that you're gracious. I know that you're sovereign. I know that you're holy. I know that you're my provider. I know that you're my healer. I know you're compassionate. Yep. And we take it by faith. Yeah. We take it by faith. Hallelujah. We take it by faith. That's right. We're constantly growing. We're constantly doing more. We're constantly building the kingdom by God's grace. How are you not tired? You travel so much by God's grace. By God's grace. I've tapped into something. If you want to tap into something, you tap into it by God's grace. Yeah. Lord, how do I do this? By God's grace. Give me the power. Grace is God's empowerment to get the job done. Grace is God's empowerment to get the job done. How do you serve so much at church? By God's grace. How do you know what to do, when to do it? By God's grace. By God's grace. How are you not tired traveling, going to Cuba, doing this, Canada, on the road so much? By God's grace. For every assignment, there's new grace. So for every assignment, there's new grace. What do you need God's grace for? What assignment? That, what, what, what is it that God's calling you to do? You, he has given you access to power, access to peace, access to the, to the team, access to his throne room by God's grace. Hallelujah. You're not going to fail. Sometimes you need to hear out loud with your two ears, you're not going to fail. You're, God's not giving up on you. God's heard your prayers. You are being perfected by God's grace right now. Your strength is coming back onto you. That peace is coming on you. Every form of fear is leaving you. That, that determination is moving you. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 I feel the, the anointing. Right now you're watching and, and, and maybe, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to quit 
It takes God's grace to pick yourself back up. Maybe you, you've said to yourself, oh, I failed, I can't do it. But it's by God's grace that he picks you up and he puts you on solid ground. Glory to God. He picks you up and puts you on solid ground. Dusts off your shoulders and says, come on, keep going, keep going, keep going. You have figured out a way of not doing something. Now you will find the way to do it with excellence. Do it with God's grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You're being equipped. Amen. Every form of discouragement leaves. Every voice that would try to arise, that try to overtake God's word, is being removed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You've just spent the last 45 minutes to an hour listening to preaching of God's character. You know God's character now. You know God's character. Those who know their God shall do exploits. You are designed to be an exploit for God. You are designed to, to stick it to the devil. You're not going backwards. You're going to go forward. You're going to go over and through in Jesus' name. Right. Breakthrough and turnarounds are your portion. You're going to succeed in business. That's right. You're going to succeed in business. You're going to write that book. You're going to start that business. You're going to, to learn something new. Your mind is, is developed by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The Bible says you have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. It's impossible for you to fail. Amen. You're on the winning side. That's right. Can I say that to somebody right now? You're on the winning side. You're on the winning side. You can't fail when you're on the winning side. If you're watching right now and no one's never told you that God loves you, that he's got a wonderful, perfect plan for your life, that you don't need to live the struggles and the ups and downs like your past generation has. No, you can live on the up and up. Hallelujah. You can live with, with breakthrough and turnarounds. But it all starts with one decision, and that decision is calling on the name of the Lord. Amen. That decision is asking the Lord to come into your life and changing you. Asking him for the grace, the power to live a holy and righteous life. If you know you got to get things right, I want you to say this prayer. I want you to say this prayer because time is short. Time is short. Get rid of sin in your life. Understand the character traits of God. And who he's called you to be. Not somebody weak. Not somebody begging. Not somebody broken and hurt. But the exact opposite. An overachiever. Amen. The child of God. Royalty and righteousness is your portion. And it starts with this simple prayer. It starts with a simple prayer. With your heart and lips, will you, will you pray this with me? If you need to get things right with God. If you're watching, this is for you. Don't leave. Don't switch channels. Say this with your heart and lips. Dear Heavenly Father, forgive me of all my sins. Wash me, cleanse me, and set me free. I believe Jesus came for me. I believe he died for me. I believe three days later he rose for me. And I believe he's going to return again for me. I ask right now that Jesus, you would live in my heart. Change me, rearrange me. Holy Spirit, I give you access into my life. Where I am weak, make me strong. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer, I want to I wanna send you a free gift. I want to help you get from where you are to where God wants you to be. And all it takes is you to go on that link, mjvministries.com forward slash saved. Fill out the information. If you're watching right now, and maybe you say, Evangelist Mike, I, I am saved. I'm just going through it right now. Well, I want you, I want you to connect with us. I want, I want to pray with you. I don't want to pray for you. I want to pray with you. There's a difference. I want to connect my faith with your faith. And I want to see God do exploits in your life. I want to see God do miracles in you. I want to see you grow in the things of God, in the, in the character traits of God. 
I want you to fill that out. I want you to fill that out. You can go to mjvministries.com forward slash prayer and fill out the prayer form we have there. As well as if you said that prayer for the first time, you can click the link. I just got saved Amen. and fill that out. We have some things we want to get into your hands, some resources. That's right. Um, and maybe, maybe let me, let me say this. Maybe you're saying to yourself, well, I'm a Christian. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. I'm just not getting my breakthrough. Well, well then just connect with us. Let us help you. Let us challenge you spiritually. Win souls. That's something the devil does not want you to do is lead people to the Lord. And that's a challenge all on its own. Go back to the last thing the Lord told you to do and make sure it's done in excellence. Amen. 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 And uh, let me just say this. Before we leave, I want to give you an opportunity to uh, partner, financially partner with our ministry. I want to give you an opportunity to stand with us. Opportunities come once in a while. One day you won't have this opportunity. But you could sow a seed right now. Mm. See, there's power in the seed. You know, if you think about a farmer, he plants a seed, uh, uh, an apple seed. And then when that harvest comes, God gives you more seed. There's endless power in seeds. There's endless power in seeds. So I want to challenge you. Sow a financial seed into into souls into the harvest. We're making our way to uh, Pennsylvania within a couple of weeks. We're going to be preaching at a, a great church. And you could be a part of it. You could be a part of it. The River Church of Pennsylvania, you could sow a seed into souls right now. And let me encourage you. Thousands begins with a TH. Partner, $89 a month is $1,000 a year. You could join our Revival Association by teaming up with us, by partnering us to, to see revival across the world. I can't say the United States because we're a, a, global. a global ministry. <laughs> we're a global ministry. Amen. But one way to show, the only way to show love is, is this is what I'm giving you. And we get that from the Bible. It's scriptural. So sow a seed. Sow a seed by faith. And watch what happens. Put something in the master's hand for him to multiply. And sow it by faith. And for this month, we've been been telling everybody, as a way of saying thank you, anybody that sows a seed, anybody that partners with us, uh, for your seed of $50 or more, we're going to send you a copy of our 31-day devotional and uh, praying with purpose. And uh, you're going to get a copy of our soul-winning script so you can go out and win souls. Amen. Don't be a bystander. Somebody, as a bystander, someone's just watch. That's true. That, you that could is true. That, that happens a lot. They call it yeah. bystander syndrome yeah. where something happens and no one calls for help because they think, oh, someone else will do it. Yeah. And it's even true. Like you see it in the, in soul winning people think, oh, well, you know, I won't, I won't talk to that person because someone else will come along and do it. But you be the one. Yeah. Don't wait for someone else. Don't wait for someone else to do what God's called you to do. Don't wait for someone else to start what he's, he's called you to start. So the ways yeah. to give, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, the, one of the things I asked the Lord, I asked the Lord when, during prayer this morning, I said, Lord, if there's something that you told somebody to do and they have not yet done it, I ask you to give me the assignment. Because I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting. We have no time to wait. Yeah. We have no time to wait. I said that. I, I've like repeated it like three times. I felt it in my spirit. Things that you have asked other people to do, they have not yet accomplished it or completed it or started it. 
Lord, I ask for that assignment in Jesus' name. Oh, Brother Mike, that's a bold prayer. I'm a bold person. I'm a bold person. And I know there's people watching that they sow. So it's not like, you know, people watching right now, they don't sow. This is for somebody. Sow a seed. Break that off of you. Break that off of you. Well, you know, it's never a good time. It'll never be a good time. Christmas is right around the corner. Thanksgiving's will, but Jesus is coming back. Put something in God's hand so he can multiply. I used to never want to give. I used to never want to give. I used to be stingy. Believe it or not, I used to be stingy. But it's God's character trait to be generous. God wasn't cheap with me. Why am I going to be cheap with him? He owns everything. Giving is just proof that there's no greed in your heart. There's no greed. In, Lord, everything means nothing. You have no problem going out to eat and, and, and spying a $1,000 phone, but what, to give to the gospel, to make a push for souls. You know, a, a great minister um, traveled all across the world, all across the world, took his team and everything, went all across the world and, and and led people to the Lord. And I, I did the math. No one told me to do this, but I did the math. And pretty much it was about $159 that he, had to, that he spent for one person to get to heaven with all his traveling, all his expenses. Mm-hmm. How much will you give to get your loved one saved? Oh, people say, oh, you know, it's not about that. It, it is about that. It's about breaking that off of you, that stinking thinking. And like I said, this is not, this is not f- f- probably anybody watching, but someone they probably just left. They just got irritated. <laughs> Someone's like, "Oh, is ministry in trouble?" No, ministry's doing great. Are you kidding me? The greatest financial year our ministry has ever had. <laughs> so far, glory to God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. Share, I want, I want, now listen. I need you to listen to this. My wife has got a phenomenal testimony. We preached in this great church, um, this great phenomenal church. I won't church. give details. No, no, but like, but give, give like those good parts because I'm okay. like blown away. But this is, you know, we preached at this phenomenal church and we, we do what God tells us to do. And that's all I'm going to say because I could, I could, I'm, I'm excited. Someone um, had shared. And so wait, 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 wait. Let me just say this. Let me add this. So anybody that partners with our ministry, right, this is the benefit. What this ministry does, you get credit for. That's partnership, right? Sometimes, you know, in business, you have silent partners where they say nothing and they just invest into their business and the business grows, they get a part of it. So go just... This is so huge. This is huge. Um, so a church that we had been to this year, we had trained up to go soul winning and how to share the gospel with someone using our the soul winning gospel script that we had made yeah. for our lead um, the previous year, our soul winning group, and trained people up and gave them the scripts and said, all right, this is and, – and we've been hearing awesome testimonies They've been on fire. They've been winning souls. This is huge. And it's I great. just uh, got this message today, and it really, it really blessed us to hear. So, a Man. lady in the church who is, um, uh, I'm say who she works with. She yeah, she attends the church, um, and is the executive director of a pregnancy center in a nearby town. And she went to the National Retreat for Pregnancy Center Directors in Florida. That was today. And she shared this message that she had got, she had just won an award for their percentage increase of over 300% in salvations compared to all the other pregnancy centers from all over the nation. So... It went up 300 percent. We trained we trained them up on how to how to lead people to the Lord. And she took it to the pregnancy center that no she one worked no at. one said to no one said, oh, you know what you got to do? You got to bring this here. No, so then we, we sent them our 31 day devotional yeah. on soul winning. And the, the ladies at the pregnancy center started going through it as a devotional. And get this. 
they so she's at the national uh convention pregnant whatever it, i didn't even know that was a thing but yeah, they're at the um the 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 convention and they asked her to send info and a video of one of the staff members going through the gospel script with a mock client to train other centers across the nation <laughs> on how to effectively witness with the script. If that don't make your day like it made mine, something's wrong. Fruit. Lasting fruit. Amen. Lasting fruit. People, so, I don't, people we don't even know took it upon themselves. With one, see, one person could take prayer out of school. One person could could start a, a clinic for uh, Planned Parenthood. What takes one wicked person? But how much so will it take one person filled with the Holy Ghost to not only train somebody up, lead hundreds of people to the Lord, but to train up an organization? Now this whole organization in front of them are, are soul winning scripts. I want to know how you got so many people saved. Will you show me? Will you show me? Incredible. Across, and and the, and, <laughs> and it's it's amazing because it's that it's what will God do with just one person who's willing and obedient? Yeah. She she just implemented it at That's her it. workplace of hey, here's a way we could lead these women to the Lord, which it's a great I mean so the pregnancy powerful. centers like they have women come in off the streets yeah. who are looking, you know, to get abortions, and they offer them uh, other alternative options. They offer, I, I believe, housing. They offer, like, so many things, and they're getting them saved. That's right. And they also share that they're also getting, starting a program, getting the dads saved. That's right, yeah. And, yeah, her and husband so is leading the group for dads. For the dads. And so it's like, okay, wow, like, we were so thrilled with that. Like, wow, look at this. Like, they really caught the vision. But it's so much like Eternal God fruit. to do above and beyond to where – they're at the national the convention where people, all the directors from all across the nation are, are meeting. Wow. And they say, your salvation increase is by up 300%. How do you want? It? You have to share with us. And yeah. they're, I mean, God it's gets like, the glory. It's like, that's, that's God. It's not us. It's God. Yeah. We were just obedient to go there. And she was just obedient to catch it and take it to her workplace. And then it's like, now you, you're going to see across the nation, all of these these when you get to heaven, you're going to be like, who amazing. are these people? It's amazing. Who are these people? And I was so excited because we're five. Away. Yeah, <laughs> we're five people away from having uh, 2000. crossing 2000 salvations this year. this year. Just this year. Our ministry has seen 1995 people saved just this year alone. And so we because we're going to. And that's what over. we that's what we but see. It's like we don't even know. Like yeah. after seeing that, like we don't even know how many people are yeah. are being impacted through what yeah. God is doing in this ministry. And so and it's no it's all glory to God because, you know, I've just I'm just amazed. I'm I'm blown. I got that saying I did, it, that blessed me. Yeah, that blessed me. Bless me. So it should bless you, too. Amen. Amen. Wherever you're watching, permit me to pray over you. Father, I thank you for everybody watching right now through uh, television network, through Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whatever the platform is. Lord, your anointing knows no distance. Lord, as we studied your character traits, I pray that you would make yourself so real to us and the viewers, Lord, that they would just be at a different place, a different level in their walk with you. Lord, I thank you for your unending favor, your unending grace, grace and mercy. Lord, I pray everybody watching will just receive a refreshing by you, Lord, just a refreshing by the Holy Ghost, a refreshing of joy, a peace, of, 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 of just overwhelming goodness from who you are. In Jesus' name. I curse the feeling of, of loneliness. I curse the feeling of loneliness. I curse that feeling. You are enough for God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Well, we love you guys. I want to thank everybody for coming on, sharing, and listening.
Jeanette, hello Jeanette. Justin Gilbert, we love you. Carmela V, my mama. She's probably gonna call me in a little bit. Francis Ortiz Jr., my man. What's going on, Jacqueline? Thanks for hopping on. Hey Jackie, thanks for hopping on. Laura, God bless you, Laura. Matt, if you're watching, we love you guys. Gilbert. Gilbert. Pastor Joe Spence, we love you. Mark Miller. James and Mary Shirk. Watching, checking in from Checking Texas. in from, uh, yeah, I think they're in Texas. Amen. Amen. We love you guys. And until, so just listen, tomorrow morning, mornings, mornings with Mike, I'll be your host, I promise. And then Thursday, um, we'll be back on live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, download the app, and until next time, from our studio to your mobile device, we love you. Thanks for listening to the MJV Ministries podcast. If you would like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and make a kingdom impact, consider becoming one of the thousand monthly partners we are believing for. To learn more, go to mjvministries.com partner.